take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I am Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please uh, check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy and Twitter also. And please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we are talking about something that... um, I have no idea what we're talking about. Right? Yeah. Cheese. So Gene wanted to talk about cheese. Yep, that's so all you know. That's all I know. <laughs> that's all I know about this this podcast. Let's see what you guys episode. think about cheese so, when we're uh, done. I am uh, in this with all of you out there in, in wondering Uh-oh. how this episode is going to turn out. Um, before we do that, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our subscribers and listeners out there. Uh, we are at 166,644 unique downloads. Wow. Which is really awesome. Yeah, it is. It is really, really awesome. And in, in over 140 countries or something like that. And, you know, it's, it's really great to also, you know, get some reviews yeah, yeah, we love to hear from people. You know, it, it's really awesome because, you know, we're just sitting here talking into the ethers. You know, whenever I hear you talk about these numbers and read some of the reviews, I always feel like, oh, there's like 160,000 people in here with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that it's way. It's just us chatting, but then they're really cramped out in there this room. listening somewhere. Well, I, I just want to read this um, review that we got just the other day tons of great information randomly got you and now i'm a regular regular listener i love all the advice and great information and has really helped me communicate and understand my partner better keep up the great work heart 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 thank you jessica copeland thank you jessica yes thank you so much jessica for that glowing review Glad you found us. We're really glad you found us, and we're really glad that we are providing that information that you seek, you know, that all of you seek. Mm -hmm. This is exactly why we started this podcast is because we really wanted to sincerely help couples out there. Yeah, we are coming up with a lot of different products because we want to reach people wherever they are. And so you want to look for some upcoming stuff that we're going to be been working really hard to get out there. One of them is going to be a monthly uh, marriage workshop. Which is called Mastering Synergy. Yes. The monthly workshop for couples, and that's mm-hmm. going to be on our website soon. So that'll be a monthly online workshop, a virtual workshop, where 
Eugene and I will be hosting it and we'll be able to talk about many different topics about relationships. There'll be uh, an educational piece, there'll also be an interactive piece, uh, and then also kind of Q&A type of section. So I think that this is a really great resource and it's really going to be price, you know, really affordable for everyone so people can join and and really get their questions answered. Mm-hmm. And um, just look for that. That's going to be coming soon on the website. Um, we have a new venue that we Beautiful found, venue. and that is going to be for the, the next weekend intensives for 2023. And that is going to be in Colorado. If, if all of you out there don't know, Gene and I, we moved to Colorado from Chicago. And we found this beautiful, beautiful venue. And it is nestled in the mountains. It is like... Every room uh, has a beautiful <laughs> view. I, I can't even Every explain room. it. Every uh, room. It's we are, exactly what we were looking for. Yeah, and we're gonna actually going to be filming, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a next kind of month. a promo yep. next month. So, you know, when we get that, that website or web page kind of updated, you will see the new venue. Mm-hmm. It is going to be amazing. And we're going to be able to and host. And we'll have two weekends for couples. One is in April, one's in October. We'll be able to host 15 couples, mm-hmm. you know, for those uh, weekend intensives. And, and two couples can actually have a private cabin. Yes. And then we're also going to be offering a spiritual personal development weekend at the lodge also. We were, we were hosting that. And that's for anyone, anyone that wants to come and learn more about how to get in touch with themselves and get away from the busyness of life and, and become alive and feel great and rejuvenate and fill up your tank. Of course, there's always Relationship 101. Mm-hmm. This is the online home study course, mm-hmm. which you and your partner can purchase and do at your own pace at home and get a lot of great information and great exercises on how to just really start to connect better. And we're going to start up the um, Facebook Live again we we are mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that'll be uh that'll be fun and now let's take a little break to tell you a little bit more about our home study course called relationship 101 one of our passions is really to bring this work to everybody and a lot of times what we hear is one person in the relationship is wanting to work on it the other one is not and so this is a great way for you guys to get a taste of what it is like to work on your relationship in a fun eight date night video series to learn what you need to learn. Yeah, Relationship 101 consists of eight video modules, typically about 30 to 40 minutes long, with some discussion questions and exercises for couples to do together at the end. This is kind of a culmination of our work over 20 years and synthesizing all of the skills and tools necessary to create an amazing relationship. This online course consists of eight modules, which is five plus hours of course content. It also includes bonus resources, all designed to learn and grow together as a couple. It's fun, it's insightful, and gives you a great excuse to spend some extra quality time with your partner. All of this course content is valued at over $850. Currently now, it is priced at $387. And if you just go to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101, it'll take you directly to the link. That's go.couplesynergymethod.com 
slash relationship 101. And if you're a single person, you can still benefit from it. All right, let's so, talk about uh, cheese. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about cheese. Um, <laughs> I'm not really <clears throat> sure where we start, so maybe you, you're going to have to start because it's your topic. You don't know how to talk about cheese just yet. Cheese, no. No, no. So hear me out. Okay. So the other day I'm making breakfast. Uh-huh. And you like white aged cheddar cheese. That's a new thing. New thing. Like maybe six months old. And I like Swiss cheese. Baby Swiss cheese. Baby Swiss. Yeah. Which you like also, but not as I much do. as you like the I other do, one, right? I don't really like it in my okay. eggs. So give me give me a minute to okay. put this concept out here. So I'm making breakfast, and I like mine where you don't really melt it, and you just put the eggs on top, and it sort of just makes it warm. You like it where you mix it in, and it gets all, you know, melty. And, yep. There's a part of me that always wants to give you the Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that I really like how I like it, and I really want you... To appreciate it too, but you don't like it like that. No, I don't. And I don't like it the way you like it. Right. But I make it. And the... you don't like the white cheddar. No. 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 And I make it the way you like it because you like it like that. And I think that's a really difficult thing for couples that if you really love something, you really want to share it. When I make breakfast, I use the baby Swiss cheese. I know. Yeah. But the concept that I'm trying to get to right. is that. You want to share what is meaningful and passionate for you, Mm -hmm. even though your partner doesn't prefer it. They prefer the aged cheddar to the Swiss. It's a really interesting thing because when you really love something, you want to share it. That's what you want to do. And when you live with someone and you are with them, you don't realize that they have differences. I I have to say, though, that this is granted that you want to share the cheese that you like with your partner. And it's not about just getting what you want. Correct. No, it's about loving something and wanting your partner to love it. Right. Because you love it. Because you love it. And you want them to feel that. Yeah. So, you know, like another area like that for us is music. Oh, yeah. You have 100% control over our music. And sometimes you try to play music that you think I want to hear. Correct. Right. But I never get to control the music. And yeah. so for a long time, it just sort of makes me tune out because whatever mood I'm in, you're going to put on whatever you put on and it's kind of not worth it because I don't really want to dive into technology and figure out what I'd want. And, you know, so it's an interesting thing that when we are with our partner, we could really want to please them and we really want them to enjoy what we're enjoying. And maybe we even think they do, mm-hmm. but maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. And that's why I give you the aged cheddar because I know for sure you like that. Yeah. And, you know, especially with food, like if you're expecting something and someone changes it, it's that's not nice. So <laughs> when you, you cook breakfast, you made it with the aged white cheddar. But did you make yours with the aged white cheddar also? No, no. I cook them two oh, separate. Oh, you cook them two separate. Okay. Yeah. See, because when I cook, I don't do two separate. I will do... One big bunch of scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. and I will put in the baby Swiss and not the aged cheddar. So I sacrifice the okay. aged cheddar. Let me tell you how I do it. I make all the <laughs> eggs. 
I leave my cheddar out or uh-huh. my Swiss out and put my egg on top of my Swiss and then I mix in your cheddar because oh. I don't need to have the melty. I see. That's so you're just, you're just being efficient. Well, yeah. I'm just sacrificing. Well, you you're don't need to do that. Efficient. And I think that's the point, right? Like, and I know that early in our mar- in our relationship, we weren't even married and I know we, we had a different taste in beer and we were at the liquor store and, you know, I wanted the red beer and you wanted the... I think Heineken. I, I think know, it was whatever. Foster's at the time. I whatever was really it was. Foster's and it. and I'm like, let's just get both. Why not both be happy? Because we're still hanging out and having our cheese or our beer or whatever it is. Right. Instead of, you know, doing that compromise thing where nobody's really happy. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing that I was feeling the other day is that that disconnect a little bit. Like, oh, I really wish we both loved this the Swiss. No. Or, yeah. or the cheddar. You know what I mean? Like that we were sharing in that. But of course, there's lots of things we do share in. But I think that's an interesting concept that when when we use language, it's so limiting. You know, like I was interviewing someone the other day and I was like, well, tell, tell me about your mom. She's like, she was a good mom. And it's like, huh, what does that word mean? Like if I say good mom and you say good mom, we're not always saying really what we're talking about. And we use a lot of words like that. Mm-hmm. So our experiences, and obviously we hike, and hiking is, oh. It's uh, good. It's <laughs> it's intense. And so my experience is always completely different than your experience, even though we're on the same trail. Right. And we're seeing the same things, and we're carrying the same stuff, but it's just a different perspective. Which is very interesting because we are going to be married for 25 years February. On, in February on Valentine's Day. And we are just talking about cheese and how cheese plays out in our cooking <laughs> for each other. Right? Right. It, it's, it's very interesting because you think about all the conversations out there that couples are not having and you're just assuming you know what your partner's perspective is. Right. And you might be doing something for your partner and your partner doesn't even know it. Or appreciate it. Because or, they don't how want, could they, they appreciate don't like it. it? Well, how could they appreciate right. it also yeah. if they don't know that you're doing that? Right. Like me sacrificing right. you know, the I cheddar thought you to just do baby did, made your own and had it the no, way you wanted it. No. So, you know, and that's the case. How can you appreciate it if you don't know, right, mm-hmm. that that's the intention and that's the action or the intention behind the action? You know, it, it reminds me of the the times when we would ask couples what they like on their pizza, mm-hmm. right? Because one person would be like, I like a meat lovers, and the other person's like, oh, I like... Canadian bacon and pineapple. Canadian, <laughs> Canadian bacon and pineapple. And then, then we ask... Can they live together? I Yes, they can. Okay. I will attest to it. Anyway. Because you like all of it. We probably turn off a whole bunch of audience (laughs) members now because more cheese yeah so but then we would ask them what so when you order pizza what do you get all by yourself no no oh yeah as a couple right Mm -hmm. as a couple it's like what do you get what do you want by yourself what do you want by yourself yeah we get pepperoni right or we just uh we go with the Canadian bacon and pineapple because I can just tolerate it. Mm-hmm. It's got meat on it. Yeah. Right. So there's this sacrifice that's happening 
And it's not really a compromise, right? Because both people are losing. Well, that's what compromise is, I think. Yeah, compromise is both people lose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, neither gets what they want. Neither doesn't totally get disappointed, right? I I guess, yeah. And and I think there is a place to sort of uh, struggle with it until you find it in the middle that actually feels good, where you actually feel a connection from that. And, you know, this reminds me of... I was uh, listening to the very famous book that lots of you guys out there have read and quote called The Five Love Languages. Mm -hmm. And I was just like really asking myself, like, I don't, most of those aren't meaningful to me, but all of them are necessary. And I don't see where you could just say, well, I like words of affirmation. And all you have to do is praise me and I'm good. Right. You don't have to, <laughs> right. you know, be th- thoughtful and bring me a cup of tea. You don't have to yeah. um, get me a gift on my birthday. Just tell me that you appreciate me going to work every day. It's very limiting. It's very limiting. Yeah. And it puts people in a box. Yeah. Right? And I think a well-developed relationship probably speaks into all of those places. I think the premise is great because yep. it, it got people to think about their the way that they show affection Mm -hmm. the way that they show care and concern for each other and to start to be intuitive to think about their partner and what rubs them the right way one of the concepts he talks about in there is the dead sea and the babbling brook Mm. he said the dead sea is the, the little dead sea in the world it receives from the rivers and it goes nowhere and the babbling brook just goes on and on and on and on and on. And he said, when those two go on a date, <laughs> the Dead Sea is really worried about what are we going to talk about? And the babbling brook is like, I hope someone wants to listen to me. And so it's wonderful uh-huh. in the beginning. Right. That reminds me of that one song. It's like, sometimes I want to talk about me. We talk about you, 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 you. <laughs> Toby Keith yeah. song, yeah. And and that's what happens in a relationship over time. There's a developmental period that happens that what works at one stage of a relationship doesn't work down, down the line. It shouldn't Correct. work yeah. mm-hmm. down the line. Because we have said in past podcasts, a relationship is destined to grow and evolve and change. It has to. Yeah. You know, just like every living thing grows and evolves. It can't stay static all the time. And so what worked when you were dating is not going to work now. Yeah, in the beginning, you want to experience life as your partner loves it. Yeah. You want to eat the Swiss cheese. And and you might be open to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and at that said, point, you're just you're open. I will try. I will be open to going skydiving. <laughs> but it's not my thing. Yeah. And then over time, you realize how much you've kind of lost some of yourself. Mm, yeah. And then you kind of fight back for that, which is a really important part of the development of a relationship over a period of time. Because whoever you were when you started dating your person, you are not that person anymore either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it makes me think about um, one of my sessions that I had recently with a client where they were really struggling with finding some type of common interest with their partner. Mm. You know, and he is the kind of guy that likes to go out and experience things, you know, recreational things, hiking, camping, that sort of thing. And she is definitely not. Mm. 
In fact, she's more of a homebody. That's tough. And it's really tough because he is always just racking his brain to think about what is something that the two of them could do together that they would both have fun and then it would be a common interest. What ends up happening is he ends up going out and doing his thing and then she stays at home and does her thing. And and I think that's really what you're kind of hitting on here is in the beginning of the relationship, maybe they were open to trying new things together and, and then as the relationship moves forward, they get to a point where, you know, I'm neglecting me. Remember that fancy term we came up with during COVID and it was something like rapid desensitization stimuli something. I don't remember what it was now, right? but it was like this idea that we stopped doing everything. We stayed in the house and we couldn't tolerate stimuli anymore. And so the one that stays home really doesn't like being out there. And the one that's out there really doesn't like being home, but it's because they've acclimated and they've acclimated in a way that doesn't challenge them anymore. It doesn't create friction. So it's not uncomfortable. It's just boring and bland for both. Right. Yeah. And, and when that happens, you know, anything that's alive, which a relationship is its own entity and alive, it's not being fed. It's not having new experiences. It's withering and dying. It's not getting any type of mojo. And so it is hard. It is hard to reach out. And one thing I've seen so often is when somebody is really, what I would say, selfish in a relationship, well, I don't like that. You go do your thing. I'm over here. I'm going to do my thing. Right. And yeah. Selfish in terms of I'm going to do what I want and I don't want to not do what I want just to spend time with you. Yeah. And it really limits your life experience. And it really is a challenge to get out of your box and to go out and, and try new things. And I would challenge both of them for him to live a day in her life and understand what she likes about it and for her to live a day in his life and find out what he likes about it. That's the key That's, is that both people have to be willing, yeah. you know, to live a day mm -hmm. you know, in their partner's life. You know, when you're looking for things to do, sometimes it's not about finding that perfect thing that both of you have a common interest in, but sometimes it's about joining your partner in something that they're interested in. Or trying something completely new. Or trying something completely new. Which, you right? know, we are big proponents of that. Yes, as long as you don't ditch the white cheddar and the baby Swiss <laughs> for Velveeta. Oh, no. Or cheese whiz. Oh, no, no. No, no. How dare you? Well, that's that, you know, becoming boring or watering something down to the point that you lose that living, right? The feeling of living. Do you remember the term catfish? I'm not, yeah. I'm not talking about the catfish of... Like dating, finding the online being oh. being manipulated. So no. But there was a fish. I forget. It's something to do with somewhere in Asia, and the fish had to cross the ocean, like in a container, to be food over somewhere else. Uh -huh. And they put these fish in these containers. They were alive. They were in water, and then they got to where they were going, and they were like mushy, had had no you know muscle and no eh, because they just sat there for like a month. So they figure if they put some catfish 
in with these fish. The catfish nip at them. They keep them swimming. They keep them strong. They keep them healthy. And then when they got to where they were going, they were yummy food again. And so... Was this a thing? It, it's 100% a thing, I really? promise you. Okay. Yeah, that's where the term actually comes from. So the catfish is the the antagonist that keeps things moving and fresh because we all know stagnant water is not healthy not healthy at all no and neither is stagnation in our relationship in our emotions in our thinking so we it's same thing in your body if you stop moving your body it's gonna turn into mush yeah yeah i'm getting a little mushy myself uh, yeah we're working we're working on it starting to work out more yeah um we gotta hike these mountains we've hiked three mountains in the last two weeks yes very difficult right your 14er we had some some big ones oh tom by the way our neighbor said that is not how you hike green mountain he said that's the worst way you could possibly go really yeah i knew it Uh, i knew it it uh, felt terrible it was terrible he's like you what (laughs) (laughs) so you know doing anything that stimulates your mind and gets your thinking going like playing board games or other creative things where you're thinking mm-hmm. anything where you are physically moving your body where you are experiencing emotion you know go watch a movie that elicits a different type of emotion than you're normally used to feel something different do something different and have concepts about the world about what, why are we here what is this place about and you know that's one thing that was a really important thing in our culture, you know, like 40 years ago. Everything shut down on Sunday. People went to church, and it was a day of rest. And it was, I don't, it didn't matter what religion you were, everything was closed. And so you had time, and you had space, and you didn't have air conditioning, so you went outside and you talked to the neighbors. And now we're like in our own little box, which is so comfortable. Which? Which, with our air conditioning. I, I, I have to save. Yeah. Coming from Chicago, that's that's the experience yeah. that we've had. Mm-hmm. But out here in Western Colorado, it is back to that same old feeling again. Yes, where things, sh- stores and People shops wave are you not over. open mm-hmm. all the time. Nope, Sundays you know, not open twenty four hours. No and, shopping on Sunday. And you know, you do talk to your neighbors because you have to count on them and mm-hmm. you have to depend on each other. So that feeling, you know, that we have lost. It's happened over little by little over time, and and I think a lot of people don't know that it existed. And you know what it's replaced with? Anxiety and depression. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where your energy is going to go. You know, depression is I have a lot of things to do but no energy to do it, and anxiety is I have all this energy and I can't spend it, Mm. right? And so... It's, it's just an imbalance in our energy for the most part. I'm not talking about clinical stuff. I'm talking about in general when we are naturally anxious or depressed, it's because we're not flowing properly in the world. So back to cheese. Um, you're not necessarily talking about cheese. You're talking about having the conversation about, about the cheese. The cheese. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what you're talking about yeah. is having those conversations, whether – how small it seems, right? It makes me think of a charcuterie board. Get a charcuterie board, yeah, and get all different types of cheeses, and and try fruits, it, and, and nuts, and, and jam, and, and have and some fun together, and just reconnect. I know there's a there's a friend of ours, her past client, and she's doing that with her husband, doing charcuterie boards. Oh, yeah, awesome. That's fun. She's, she's been like you know, 
experimenting with They're all delicious. the different types. But nah, I'm just really thinking about cheese. <laughs> no, but it, it is about trying new things. It is about having conversations about the perspective that your partner has now. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. because it may have changed. Because you didn't always like the white aged cheddar. I didn't. I, I told. I don't think six, you even knew it happened. Yeah, like six months ago. Yeah, I don't know if they actually had it on the shelf six months ago. I just saw. You know, the other thing I found is that I get really set in my ways in certain things, especially with food, because I'm not always liking a lot of stuff. I don't even know if I would like the aged white. No, oh, you haven't even tried it. I probably have, but I don't know. Maybe not. So what if I ate my breakfast like you like it? Because you like mayo and I like Miracle Whip. And I like Swiss cheese. You like aged cheddar. And then you throw a dash of uh, hot sauce on there. Uh, Cholula specifically. Cholula specifically. And a lot of times um, I don't necessarily even know what something tastes like and I reject it. And so that might be a fun thing too. Why don't you eat what your partner eats? And the worst thing you can do is say, well, you just cook for yourself the way you like it. I'm going to cook for myself the way I like it. We're not even going to eat at the same time or in the same space or share anything. Yeah. You get what you want, but you don't get connection. Yeah. And that connection is the anti-depression and anti-anxiety boost that we all need. Yeah, it sure is. And I think it's going to be fun if I try your cheddar, whether I like it or not. I think we're going to have to come back and report on this. (laughs) So I'm sure all of you are thinking about different types of cheese by now. I know I am. And uh, I'm thinking maybe charcuterie board tomorrow. Here's a good challenge, too. Try to cook your partner their best meal and see how you feel because there's nothing that makes you feel better than pleasing someone else. Well, just, just think right now. Do you know... Do you your know? partner's favorite cheese. Right. Right now. Not in the past. Right now, what is their favorite cheese? Hmm. Maybe Although you guys should just post on this episode. Uh, you this like episode. the blue cheese in your salad. Uh, on, a, on a wedge. On a wedge. On a wedge. Your wedge. I like your the blue cheese. But that's kind of a standard thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't like yeah, blue, blue cheese, cheese either. cheese is standard on a wedge. I only like Swiss. Okay. <laughs> Enough cheese of the talk. cheese. And on the couples weekend, we'll definitely do some awesome charcuterie. Oh, that's a great yeah. idea. It's mm-hmm. a great idea. Maybe we'll have them feed each other blindfolded. No, we should have that with the wine tasting when we do that. The <laughs> oh, wine tasting yeah. would be perfect. Yes. So we want to thank you for joining us today on our conversation about cheese and, uh, and our couple <laughs> yeah. synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships in this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you our listeners for all of you listening please let us know how you enjoyed the show and let us know what your favorite cheese is if you have any questions comments or topic suggestions please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com for more information about couple synergy and our programs such as relationship 101 our home study course the couple's weekend intensive and also our new program that's coming up called Mastering Synergy, the monthly workshop for couples. Look us up online at couplessynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, especially someone who enjoys cheese, (laughs) please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love.
You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.